Grow Your Bottom Line, hosted by LaDawn Townsend, is a weekly podcast and business show. On this episode... Here is where I would say to stay out of the danger zone when it comes to the employee review, and it's going to take us into our tip number two for today. Number two, it's avoiding the shock factor. Now, this has happened to me personally. It's never a good feeling, and I'm sure that some of you may have went through this. It's where you're going along your position, you think you're doing what you should be doing, and then you get your review and find that you're not. And so this shock factor really comes from what I call workplace discommunication or disconnect in the communication. All coming up next. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's edition of our podcast. Today, we are talking about preparing for the employee review. Many of you are preparing your mid-year review, and some of you are aggressively tracking towards keeping notes for your annual review. What I'm gonna share with you today are a few metrics to keep in mind that as you give this feedback to your employees, how can you set them up the best way for success as well as keeping the target on the goal for your organization? Okay, let's go ahead and talk about topic number one, and that is fair and balanced. Now, I know by saying this word, it has different meanings for different people. But if I had an opportunity to rewrite the definition that Webster has around fair and balanced, here's what I would say. Fair and balanced as it pertains to the employee evaluation is holding your team member accountable for the task, role, responsibilities of the role, number one, and meeting the objectives that you have set for them. Now, in order to do this, the best way that you can move forward with delivering out this employee communication, delivering this type of review, is making sure that your team members are 100 percent clear on what are their tasks, what is their role, and what is the overall objective of their position. Let's dig into this a little bit more. When we talk about the objective for the position, I'm not referring to any type of performance or sales goal. That is separate. The first piece of the objective is how does this role support your organization? How does this role help the overall organization? Once you've defined that piece, you can then go in and explain how that role then has its own performance and or sales goal. A little bit more, let's talk about it. I know this is a different concept. The reason the objective is so important is that your team members need to know what part of the cog in the wheel of your organization do they impact. They are a part of the bigger picture. So if it's someone in customer service, the objective of their role isn't just to complete task one, two, and three. The objective of the customer service role is to support the clients. When the objective of the role is described on a bigger playing field as to how it pertains to the entire vision of the organization, you can then get into the specifics of their performance and the numbers of which you measure. So for example, if your customer service department, I, I just went through this exercise with a client. If your customer service department 
primarily has a goal of let's say 98% customer satisfaction scores, then the objective of the customer service employee is to align to the 98% for the department. The objective is to make sure that they are delivering proper service, that they're answering calls or emails in a certain amount of time. The objective isn't just for that person, it's for the overall role. Now, in order for that person in that role to then be successful, that is where their specific metrics come into play. So that maybe that for your organization looks like for the customer service rep, they have to answer at least 60 emails a day. I know I'm lowballing 60 emails a day from your customers. Average talk time cannot exceed three and a half minutes. If it's your salesperson, let's just shift to that. And they're in a call center or doing outbound sales. The goal could be at least a hundred calls a day, or maybe setting four consultations or four sales appointments every day. So when it comes to fair and balanced, the very first thing that we kick off with is making sure are the task clear? Is the objective of the role communicated clearly as to how that role helps the entire department and therefore the department helps the company? And then we get into the specifics, the nitty gritty of exactly how are you going to measure their performance? as the role itself, not as the individual. Here is where I would say to stay out of the danger zone when it comes to the employee review, and it's going to take us into our tip number two for today. Number two, it's avoiding the shock factor. Now, this has happened to me personally. It's never a good feeling, and I'm sure that some of you may have went through this. It's where you're going along your position, you think you're doing what you should be doing, and then you get your review and find that you're not. And so this shock factor really comes from what I call workplace discommunication or disconnect in the communication. And we're gonna talk more about that in just a few moments when we return. Where do business leaders go to receive the latest news, support and tips on revenue growth, market expansion and leadership development? It's all found in The Revenue Report, a quarterly publication for executives, business owners and their teams. To learn more, visit bossgroup.org. Now let's resume our program. Henceforth, discommunication. So how do you avoid this? It is really getting clear with your leadership team as to how are we going to set standards for the work that our employees do for their performance, not just from a statistical number, but also the experience they deliver for your customers, whether customer service, whether they're in the warehouse, whether they're out in sales. Number one, in order to avoid the shock factor is what are the standards for your organization? This is taking it a step beyond mission statement, a step beyond uh, your organizational motto. This is saying, what is the standard for us? How do we hold our team accountable? And in order to avoid the shock factor, it's not waiting until the mid or annual review to share with them the feedback. That was my case. You know, as well intended as the manager was, they were not really skilled in the area of communication. So for myself and all the other employees, they would wait to the end of the year to give feedback on something that probably happened nine months earlier. <laughs> 
So that's a shock factor. And of course, we're all busy. Of course, that's the role of an executive. But if your organization wants to continue to stay successful, if you want to continue to thrive, then the communication must be spoken sooner. And that is why you have to have standards set up as to how are we going to communicate that? How are we going to get that information out to them? Is making sure that you're measuring the performance based on what the performance should be. You know, it's always a little bit challenging when you have had some employees that haven't been meeting performance and now you have to come in and try and work through the situation, get some type of coaching, counseling, training, and sometimes they are just so far left field. I mean, you you have to start back at square one. Years ago, I was working and managing a team to where one of the employees was so far outside of compliance of attendance standards to where when I was meeting with HR, they said, look, this particular counseling that we could have put them on would be, you know, 10 pages long in order to best support the employee that we felt really had um, skill set and potential to really be the really best in their position. We just needed to start at square one. So that's what we did. Clean slate, start at square one and then go from there. So if you're in a position to where you haven't been holding them to their performance, and maybe you've been just sort of letting them have a little bit more lead way and trying to work with them, there comes a point in fair and balance for your mid-year annual review, new hire orientation that you're doing to set standards to where you may need to have a clean slate and playing field. Because if you feel that the employee is worth salvaging, let's just call it what it is, maybe they just need training, maybe they just need support, then start a clear playing field. But wherever you start, whatever you do, clear playing field or you're already, they're already in compliance today, make sure you're fair and balanced with how you're measuring their performance based on the examples I gave you. So for today, when you're preparing your review, number one, be fair and balanced. Number two, avoid the shock factor. And the best way to avoid the shock factor, even today, even if it was something that happened a month ago, is to set up a 15-minute huddle time with your team, a check-in time with the team or with the individual, and go through what you have observed. Listen to them. What it, What was their intention? What did they feel that was going on in the situation? What were they trying to accomplish? And then coach them through from the observation of what you saw, maybe feedback you've received from someone else or a customer. The best way that you can continue to stay front of mind with your department, with your team, so that way the leadership is really tight, they know that they can depend on the organization and they can perform in their best ability is by avoiding the discommunication the disconnect and communicating now. We spoke a few weeks ago on, on one of the podcasts around speaking the unspoken. That's really what this is. It is making sure that as the leader, you're setting up time with them to go through and actually talk through what must be talked through. So this is a prime opportunity for you to be able to do that. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to this channel and leave a review. We look forward to hearing your feedback on this episode. Also, are you receiving a copy of the Revenue Report? Then we invite you to join the Voss Community, a private members-only online area for business leaders. To learn more and to receive your copy of the Revenue Report, visit vossgroup.org.